Hey, Purpose Peeps, welcome back to the Black Girls of Purpose podcast and happy new year to you. I am feeling just some new year energy. Y'all heard me last week. I was feeling very broken down and y'all know, y'all know me. Every week I come, I'm going to bring the real. If I'm feeling away, I'm going to share it with you. And if I'm feeling joyous, I'm going to share it with you. And I can tell you as I'm recording this, this beautiful uh, Monday morning, I know you won't be getting this episode until Tuesday, but as I'm recording it, it is coming from a great place. And so I'm super excited about this new series that we're going to be kicking off. I was um, spending some time and quiet and reflecting and journaling. And I realized a lot of people at the beginning of the year do a 21 day fast or, you know, a 40 day fast, or people do a variety of fasts at the beginning of the year. If you're a part of the Christian faith, just kind of to set your intentions for the year, get clarity from God. And so I thought if we're going to be fasting, if if the people of God are going to be fasting, it would be really important and appropriate uh, for me to uh, focus our first series of 2021 on prayer. I realize we haven't talked about prayer specifically, and so uh, we're going to be talking about prayer for the next few weeks. Today, we're going to talk about uh, the perks of prayer. Then in the next few weeks after that, we'll be talking about why we don't pray, like some of the things that hold us back from praying. And I've just got a lot of lessons on prayer for y'all. So I hope that you are settled, that you're ready to learn, that you got your your notebook. Uh, You're going to take notes because it's going to be a really good lesson. And uh, I think that you're going to get a lot out of it. So I hope that you're ready and let's jump in. For today's lesson, we're going to be focusing around 2 Kings uh, chapter 6. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn to 2 Kings chapter 6. And in this passage of scripture, we're going to be looking at the uh, prophet Elisha. He is the successor of the prophet Elijah with a J. And he has a really... um, compelling story when it comes to prayer and faithfulness to God. Um, If you go back in 1 Kings and read about his predecessor, Elijah, you'll hear or you'll read a little bit more about how he even got into his particular ministry. Um, But we're going to be looking at this passage of scripture that, again, is just really good at illustrating Elisha's faith and We'll also um, see in this passage of scripture why it's so important for us to pray. And so I'm going to read starting at verse 8. So it says, Now the king of Aram was at war with Israel. After conferring with his officers, he said, I will set up my camp in such and such a place. The man of God sent word to the king of Israel, beware of passing that place because the Arameans are going down there. So the king of Israel checked on the place indicated by the man of God, talking about Elijah. Time and time again, Elijah warned the king so that he was on his guard in such places. This enraged the king of Aram. He summoned his officers and demanded of them, tell me which of us is on the side of the king of Israel. None of us, my lord, the king, said one of his officers. But Elisha, the prophet who was in Israel, tells the king of Israel the very words you speak in your bedroom. Go, find out where he is, the king ordered, so I can send them, send men and capture him. The report came back. He is in Dotham. Then he sent horses and chariots and a strong force there. They went by night and surrounded the city. 
When the servant of the man of God got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. Oh, no, my Lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. Don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elijah prayed, open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire around Elijah. As the enemy came down towards him, Elijah prayed to the Lord, strike this army with blindness. So he struck them with blindness, as Elijah had asked. After they entered the city, Elijah said, Lord, open the eyes of these men so they can see. Then the Lord opened their eyes and they looked, and there they were inside Samaria. When the king of Israel saw them, he asked Elijah, shall I kill them, my father? Shall I kill them? Do not kill them, he answered. Would you kill those who have captured with your own sword or bow? Set food and water before them so that they may eat and drink and then go back to their master. Last verse, which I'm going to read, is verse 23. It says, so he prepared a great feast for them. And after they had finished eating and drinking, he sent them away and they returned to their master. So the bands from Aram stopped raiding Israel's territory. So... Um, a little bit of background, break that down a little bit. Um, Elijah is a prophet, like I said, which means that God tells him things uh, before he tells a lot of other people. And uh, he uses him as a voice uh, to share those revelations or warnings in some cases. And so in this particular passage of scripture that we're looking at, Elisha is um, being used to warn one of the kings about He's being used to warn the king of Israel about another uh, king and how he might attack him. And so eventually the king gets irritated and it's like, how does he always know when we're going to attack him? People say, hey, it's this prophet Elijah. He sends some people to attack the prophet. And then ultimately um, the people end up fleeing because they go blind. Not it, it, It's interesting when you look at the um, context of their blindness. It doesn't seem like it's like a permanent thing. It just seems like for a moment. But anyway, uh, they end up fleeing and they're not able to uh, capture Elijah, which was their intent. And when I look at this passage of scripture, um, one, I just love Elijah's focus. But when I see this story specifically, I, the three things about prayer stick out to me. And it's going to be those three perks that I'm going to be talking about for the remainder of our lesson for this morning, this afternoon, this evening, whenever you're listening. What Elijah shows us in this passage of scripture is that prayer gives us perspective, prayer gives us power, and then prayer gives us peace. So first thing, prayer gives us perspective. In 2 Kings 6.16, 6, Elijah says to his mentee, for lack of a better term, don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Elijah had been through a lot with God by this point, and so he knew that God was going to take care of him. And he was able to see with his spiritual eyes that God was already surrounding him. Uh, I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but this is the passage of scripture when people talk about um, or when there, there, there's that song surrounded that said, it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is the inspiration for that song, because in this passage of scripture, from a physical standpoint, these men look and there's a whole army around them. But in actuality, there's an angel army around those men. And that is what's going to help protect them. And so when we look at uh, this, it gives us perspective 
when Elijah, because of his prayer life with God, his connection to God, he already had the perspective that was able to see, hey, my God is going to take care of me. And I think that for you and I, a lot of times, let me speak for me. Let me not put this on you. For me, whenever I'm in moments when I'm not praying, my perspective becomes distorted. I start saying, you know, God doesn't care about me or God doesn't see me or whatever the case may be. But whenever we get in tune with God and we pray to God, he gives us the perspective that we need. And the perspective doesn't always mean, hey, this is going to end right now, but it can give us clarity on why we're experiencing what we're experiencing. So that's the first piece is that prayer gives us perspective. The next thing is that prayer gives us power. And that comes from Second Second Kings 6.18. It says, as the enemy came down towards him, Elijah prayed to the Lord, strike this army with blindness. So he struck them with blindness as Elijah had asked. Whenever I think about the power that comes with prayer, I think about um, the passage of scripture in John 15 that says, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you want and it will be done for you. When we are praying to God, we're remaining in him, we're abiding in him and we're connecting to him. And so if we're able to do that, then we do get the power that we need to overcome the enemy. Scripture says that the enemy is defeated by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And so when we're praying to God and he gives us that boldness to share like I shared last week with our testimony, or he gives us that boldness to pray big things like Elijah did. He, I mean, that's a pretty big ask. It's like, hey, make these men blind. I don't want them to be able to see where they're going. Then it gives us that boldness, that holy boldness. And I don't know about y'all, but I've had moments when I have felt very weak coming into prayer. And then by the time I got out of prayer, like I felt like I was on fire, like I could do anything. And when I think about that, I even think about Jesus who was known to get away with God on a regular basis and go up to the mountain to pray. And he may have gone up weary and feeling low or feeling like he couldn't you know, handle the weight of being the savior of the world. But by the end, he'd come down with power. Um, a great illustration of this is uh, when he was committing or when he was doing miracles and ended up sending the disciples across the water. And he said, hey, you know, you get in the boat, I'll, I'll catch up with you, basically. And he goes up to the mountain to pray. He was tired from all the miracles that he had performed. But then by the time he gets down off of that mountain, he's able to walk on water. So you talk about having power, like God gave him that power, that perspective to be able to see, okay, yeah, I've been doing miracles, but this is still not the end of my story. There's still more work that God has for me. And so whenever we think about power, um, I think about, I mean, the perspective piece goes hand in hand because honestly, when we're drained, when we don't have energy, a lot of times it's because we feel like, okay, God, I've been going around this circle again and again and again, and nothing is happening. But if we come and connect with God, we get that proper perspective, then he gives us the power to keep going. And I shared with y'all uh, last week, you know, when I think about this Pursuing Purpose challenge that I'm doing this week, which you can still sign up for at blackgirlsofpurpose.org forward slash challenge, I did not want to do it. Like I kept going back and forth because there were moments when I felt weak and I was like, well, if I'm feeling like this, who am I to be teaching? How can I come before a group of people and talk about what it is they need to do to pursue purpose in this year? 
But when I would come to prayer to God, I'm like, no, I really feel like this is necessary. I feel like this is something that I need to be doing. And so prayer also gives us that power that we need. And then lastly, prayer gives us peace. Um, Philippians 4 and 6 is actually a great reference scripture for that. Uh, Scripture says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And then verse 7 said, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Nowhere in this passage of scripture in 2 Kings 6 do we see... Elijah get any kind of anxious like he is not pressed he's like okay oh you you there's there's horses and chariots outside cool yeah uh, those who are with us are more than those who are with them and instead of worrying about himself he's always focused on other people's perspectives he's focused on the perspective of his mentee he's focused on the men who are attacking him and I think that um just speaks a lot to hit that connection. Because at the end of the day, y'all, that's what prayer is. Prayer is connecting to God. It's conversing with God. It's communing with God. And a lot of times we can either grow overly confident or we can have this spirit of hopelessness that keeps us from praying because we think, you know what, God, I've been talking about this for years and you still haven't done anything. And in moments like that, it's really important to have people who will pray with you, um, who will pray for you. Uh, I know that I am really big on getting a prayer group together, a prayer circle, Um, women who I know will pray for me if I can't pray for myself, because there will be moments where you don't feel like you have the energy. And I know that, again, that's something I experienced just as early as last week, where I just was feeling very empty. I felt like I was operating on E. But you know what the blessing is, is that even in a moment where I knew I had people praying for me, I still felt like just me sharing with people what I was feeling, God heard me and responded to me. Like I've had so many encouraging words come to me. I've had so many people who've reached out and said that they're praying for me. Um, revelations during my Bible study. And I'm like, Lord, you really are listening. And so again, it puts that perspective in place. It gives me that power. And then it gives me that peace to know my God, my God, he cares about me. Like he's not unbothered by what's going on with me. And we have to remember as people of God that Prayer is a part of our armor. Um, If you've read Ephesians 6, scripture talks about praying without ceasing. It says, literally, it talks about prayer at the beginning of that passage of scripture when it talks about having the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of peace, helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And then it says, and pray. It's like, it says, and at all times you need to be praying. And I love um, Priscilla Shire. She talks about how prayer is really what activates our armor. And I think about that as well. Like it's not just about putting it on. It's about activating it. So if we're really committed to prayer, if you're doing a 21 day fast and if you're not, like there's a great one Transformation Church is hosting. Um, You can text 2128282. Two one like as in twenty one days to eight two eight two eight two and they'll send you information about that. Um, but when I think about fasting and I'm praying, like you may be asking, okay, I'm committed to praying, but what should my prayer be? I honestly think you get you can get your answer from Second Kings 
6 and 20. It says, after they entered the city, Elijah said, Lord, open the eyes of these men so that they can see. That's a great prayer for you and me. God, open my eyes so I can see what it is. What are you doing in this year? Like, what is it that you have for me? What should I be focusing on for my finances, for my business, for my family? And that is a great place to start. And then, you know, even when he shows you, okay, God, give me the right perspective on this, because I know that sometimes God will show us stuff and we might not necessarily like it, but if we pray for the right perspective, if he tells us something maybe we weren't expecting, if we pray for the right perspective, then we'll have the power that we need to act on that particular thing that he's given us. And then we'll have peace. So that's Those are the perks of praying. You get perspective, you get power, and you get peace. When we don't pray, when I don't pray, I know that I am far more susceptible to the enemy's schemes. I'm more susceptible to believe the lies that he might tell me that I don't matter, that that the work I'm doing is useless, that no one's paying attention to me, that... um, you know, I'm I'm wasting my time or whatever the case may be. And I also know that when I don't pray, I get irritable easily. I feel like I lack rest. I'm very anxious. And, and scripture, Philippians 4, like we just read, says, do not be anxious about anything. How do you combat anxiety? You combat anxiety by praying. So I hope that you'll just think about that this week, thinking about these perks of prayer and ask yourself, like, what are, what's one perk that I could really benefit from? Is it, could I use more perspective? Could I use more power? Could I use more peace? And then ask God to give you those things. And again, ask him to open your eyes so that you can see. Because no matter what's going on in your life, and no matter what your response to God, like his work is still going to be complete. So what part is it that you want to play in the story? You know, Elijah was somebody who was very committed to God and he got to see a lot of miracles happen. He got to be the hands and feet of Jesus and be those miracles. Cause in the old Testament, a lot of times prophets represented the presence of Jesus Christ. And so, um, I want you to be able to be a part of someone's miracle this year. I want you to be able to experience huge miracles this year. And so again, ask yourself, what are some of the perks of prayer that you could use um, this week? How can you pray uh, for God to give you those particular perks? And then what things do you need to ask for help with God? Like, how can he help you see? What things can he give you clarity on this week? Uh, We will be talking about clarity in the challenge. Again, if you want to sign up, you can go to blackgirlsofpurpose.org forward slash challenge. And then I am participating in the Transformation Church 21 Day Fast. So again, if you want to sign up for that, text 21 to 828282 and they'll send you all the information that you need. Uh, But that's it for this week, y'all. Hit it and quit it very quick. Uh, Hope you'll be able to share this with someone who is in your community. And I'm so looking forward to continuing to talk about prayer with you guys in the next few weeks. Talk to you later. All right, Purpose Peeps, that's it for this week. If you enjoyed today's episode, please do one of three things for me. First, post a screenshot and key takeaway on your Instagram story and tag us at Black Girls of Purpose so we can repost you. Second, if you think someone would enjoy this episode, please share it with them. And then third, please leave a review so we can continue to reach a lot of people with this podcast. It is such a pleasure to come to you guys each and every week, and I'm so looking forward to continuing to grow our community. I'll talk to you next week.